Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios in Atlanta, it's time for Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration. Hello, Atlanta, and welcome to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk with business leaders from Atlanta and the surrounding communities. Silver Lining in the Cloud is sponsored by CDI Managed Services, where we provide outsourced IT consulting and integrated solutions. I'm your host, Nicole Toptosh. In our studio today is Dr. Denise LaSalle, CEO and founder of the LaSalle Educational Foundation, as well as Marcos Jimenez, the Vice President. Good morning, guys, and thank you so much for taking time out of your business schedules to be with us today. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning, Nicole. Thank you for having me. <laughs> awesome. Denise, get us started and, uh, and tell us about what you do. Well, Nicole, currently I'm a, local, I'm a college instructor at a local college in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. And I teach general courses and business courses as well. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I opened three nonprofits. Mm-hmm. The first one is LaSalle Educational Foundation, and that's the parent company. Mm-hmm. Also, I opened International Books of Hope. Mm-hmm. And last, and that's one of, this, this, this specific nonprofit is one of my favorites, and I will explain to you later why. Mm-hmm. It's Adopt a Teacher. It's mm-hmm. similar to the concept of um, Adopt a Child, but I will give you more details. Okay, great. I, I like that middle one uh, as a lover of books, International mm-hmm. Books of Hope. Uh, that's, that's a good thing. So uh, can you both elaborate more on uh, the new project, the new uh, mission that you guys are focused on? Uh, yes, Nicole. Uh, we are working hard, the, uh, Dr. Denise and I, to uh, work in start with South America. Uh-huh. And we want to help and build schools and then eventually move on to other parts of the world. Uh-huh. Take and it globally. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, Nicole. Yes, Nicole. Um, my vision is to open schools in foreign countries, but not only schools, bilingual schools. Mm-hmm. I want to give the opportunity to foreign students um, to learn English mm-hmm. um, so they will be able to speak and talk their native language mm-hmm. plus English. And not only that, I want to build a small library next to the school mm-hmm. so they can have the tools, mm-hmm. the necessary tools, educational tools, to learn English, such as books, mm-hmm. softwares, mm-hmm. Um, to... Computers. To com- yeah, of course, computers, mm-hmm. so they can practice in, in, in and, le- learn. and learn the mm-hmm. new language. And that's where International Books of Hope comes in mm-hmm. to provide those books materials for those for the libraries. Exactly. So so, uh, so mm-hmm. every you know every uh, the three nonprofit they all they all y- in unity to uh, w- to you know to pres- all work in sync to with work in the same mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. just individually have a different job mm-hmm. and Nicole I just want to point out because I have a lot of pe- a lot of people that are telling me oh the books has to be in English or Spanish it has mm-hmm. both any subject so far I have like between 200 and 300 books mm-hmm. um, but um, there is a, p- a professional that is working with me and um, 
a librarian, mm-hmm. certified librarian in Orlando, and she um, told me that I need at least 500 books mm-hmm. to open one small library. That's all, 500? Well, at least to start. Right, right, okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that you're gonna exceed that goal. I hope so, Nicole. <laughs> you will, you definitely will. You're off to a great start. Now, I know uh, that your focus is to expand education in foreign countries and, and, and to take it on an international level. Um, why is that uh, a passion of yours? Where does that come from, that desire? Nicole, I'm passionate about education because it's based in my own testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, at the age of 22, I already was divorced with three children. Mm-hmm. And in my household, we had uh, the household was not, uh, we, I did not have the environment to pursue education. Mm-hmm. So once I saw myself in that situation, um, I realized that, um, like the doc- Dr. Ruby Payne say, the, the, the exit to poverty is to have an education. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, back then I didn't know Dr. Ruby Payne, but, um, I, I knew that I had to pursue an education. So when I was almost in my 30s, mm-hmm. I started my career as a teacher. Mm-hmm. And it was very difficult having three children in school. Right. Um, so I finished my bachelor's degree in two years and eight months. And then after that, I, I knew there were, you know, um, I didn't want to stay at that level. Mm-hmm. So um, I moved to Florida and then I started my master's degree in educational leadership Mm -hmm. and I have all my certifications from the state of Florida and also um, based in my experience as a teacher in the Mm -hmm. classroom I realized I could do more I could do much more right so um, once when I I had the master's degree um, I found a uh, a job as a college instructor. Okay. So then keeping right along those lines es- of educating. Exactly. Okay. So education changed me as a as a woman, as an individual, as a mother, mm-hmm. as, a, uh, as, as a as a citizen. Mm-hmm. So I really believe that education is key. Mm-hmm. Is key to succeed in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so I pursue, I, I, since I, I, I realized, okay, what, I, what, what are the steps that I need to do to accomplish this goal that I want to do with, kids, with students in other countries? Mm-hmm. So I, I, my background was education, but I have no knowledge in the business area because you have to know to manage, you know, it's companies, mm-hmm. you need to have the business knowledge. Right. So that's why I enroll in an um, online uh, university and I obtained a doctoral degree in business administration mm-hmm. with a specialization in international business. Um, so the degree was conferred last year. Mm-hmm. So since last year, I'm working in how to develop mm-hmm. this my non- three nonprofits and okay continue and continue exactly continue to grow. Talking with other professionals in the same area. And I'm very excited about mm-hmm. this, and I know I'm gonna I'm gonna succeed mm-hmm. because I'm very passionate about this. Right. So education is I from the bottom of my heart, Nicole. 
I believe in education. It transforms people. It really does. And I was just thinking that, you know, you really um, set a precedent and a really great example even for your three children. You know, when you talked about uh, where you saw yourself at 22 and what you knew you wanted for yourself and also for them. Mm -hmm. So looking at you as an example, you know, help that helps them to want more too and to want to help you at what you're doing and um, I could really appreciate why your tagline is I cannot change the world but I can change the world of someone through education um, how'd you come up with that tagline um, Nicole well in in the in the classroom teaching to adults at the college level mm -hmm. I realized that a lot of my students, they think they were too late to start an education. Mm -hmm. um, and they were in their late 30s, mid 30s, mm -hmm. and, and, and no. So I, I, with my testimony, they were so um, impressed that yes, you can do it. And you know what, Nicole, you don't have to be a straight A student to pursue an education. That's you right. just have to be dead. You have know, that desire. The desire, the dedication, mm -hmm. the commitment with yourself mm -hmm. and with the education. Mm -hmm. And I realized that um, some some professionals they want to change the world, mm -hmm. in 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 that's not a real that's unrealistic goal. You cannot change the world, um, but you can change the world of someone. You mm -hmm. need to begin with one individual mm -hmm. at a time, and then you have that ripple effect, so to speak. Exactly, I like that. We are talking with. Dr. Denise LaSalle, CEO and founder of the LaSalle Educational Foundation, as well as Marcos Jimenez, Vice President of the LaSalle Educational Foundation on Silver Lining in the Cloud. Denise, congratulations again on receiving your uh, Doctorate of Business Administration with a specialization in international business. Did you specifically pursue this DBA because of your desire to expand your work on a global level? Absolutely, Nicole. Like I said before, um, I could not start a project with the, without the knowledge. Mm -hmm. So first, I need to prepare myself as a professional mm -hmm. so I can have the knowledge and the tools, the necessary tools, mm -hmm. to pursue this dream. Um, but since my background was education, I just needed the business perspective of, of the nonprofits. Mm -hmm. And I combined both. And I remember, Nicole, um, uh, people asking me, well, but what's the relationship between education and business? There's no, and, and nowadays uh, education is a business, but um, it depends how you project um, and how you carry and predict. And manage. And manage. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, the business. Mm -hmm. So nonprofits, you need to be very careful right. how you manage other people's um, donations. Mm -hmm. It's not just um, taking and receiving the money. No, mm -hmm. there's a process. The, f the government has several rules and regulations that you need to follow. So mm -hmm. I need to know all the concepts mm -hmm. of how to manage uh, the, the nonprofits. Mm -hmm. So, like, um, I don't know anything much about nonprofits, but when you talk about the government having, like, a certain regulation, is there, like, a certain percentage that has to go to the children and, like, a certain percentage for materials? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
it's called a 501c3, which mm -hmm. stands for a nonprofit, and in the in this rules on on uh, on the funding, yeah, on the funding, uh, we we have a salary, mm -hmm. and we cannot pay us more than the salary. Gotcha. You know, okay. the the mo the money is used for that purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, and the government regulates that, make sure that you the money is going. For mm -hmm. the funding. Okay. And Nicole, and um, I just want the audience to let them know that um, I have we have our own salary. I have we have our own salary. Mm -hmm. Plus, we own a business. Mm -hmm. So, in my particular case, I do not. I do not. We do not need to use any of the donation to cover our our personal expenses mm -hmm. because. We already have our salary as a college instructor. Mm -hmm. Marcus has his own business as well. Mm -hmm. And we own a business mm -hmm. together. Gotcha. So the donations will be 100% mm -hmm. to this stream to help to enhance them. what you're doing already. Exactly. So what, what would it mean to you to be able to open these schools and libraries internationally? What would that mean to you to see everything come to uh, fruition and and children getting those opportunities to learn and to grow. Well, um, it, it'll be a it'll be an accomplish of a deed that we want to do in this life. Mm -hmm. uh, when me and Denise got together on that project, we both have the same uh, a same uh, dreams of mm -hmm. helping helping our our fellow brothers because. Mm -hmm. As Christians, we all fellow brothers, mm -hmm. and we we want to help. We want to help in this world, help out our, our brothers mm -hmm. by giving them education, and that's the best way to do it is by putting a nonprofit and establishing schools, mm -hmm. and that's the way we you know we think. You want to give back, so to speak. We want to give mm -hmm. it back to, to the what community. What a wonderful mission! And, and Nicole, um, there. In, in, in my journey to finish uh, this degree, um, I realized through many articles that I read that the necessity of obtaining an education in foreign countries is huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, and I'm not talking about- Desperate for knowledge and that Exactly, mm -hmm. but you know what? It's not only to obtain a bachelor's degree, master's degree, or doctoral mm -hmm. degree. Um, there's a desperate um, need to obtain a knowledge, a basic knowledge, um, such as how to cook uh, certain food so mm -hmm. the person can sell, have a little kiosk to mm -hmm. sell, mm -hmm. or the knowledge in how to um, cultivate certain foods. Or So each country and each um, uh, sector has their own needs. So mm -hmm. we cannot concentrate, okay, we're going to Okay, and children, they need their own education, mm -hmm. but there's so many ways to... Help on a basic level. It, exactly, help mm -hmm. them in a basic level, according to the country needs, right. the population. That's true. So um, we have to first study the population, the culture, the needs, the specific needs of mm -hmm. those individuals and of those particular children. Mm -hmm. So it depends on the country, culture, mm -hmm. And what those and, needs and are. And what those needs are, exactly. So if you guys could look into the future, where would you, where do you see the foundation in five years, or where would you like to see the foundation at in, let's say, five years? In five years from now, we want at least, uh, at least already build enough for schools 
at least in South America, which is pretty big. And, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's uh, a lot of work to do. Um, and Nicole, I just want to let you know that I'm very excited. I recently received a message from uh, an, an online, online classmate mm -hmm. um, that she wanted me to participate in, in, it's the same concept, the same project, but in Egypt. Wow, in that's Egypt. pretty uh, global. It is. So I'm very excited, um, mm -hmm. and, and we, we're talking about how we're going to collaborate, do the collaborate and exactly. Expand and in Egypt? Expanding in Egypt in education because the needs in Egypt are different. It's They're targeted more in the women to obtain an education. And this coming Sunday, I have a meeting with... Um, six Christians, they want to open, they want me to build a school in Ecuador. Oh, wow. So the need of obtaining education is worldwide. That need for learning never, the never ends. Never ends. Awesome. So, you know, you guys are doing a great work and, you know, there are many people out there who are passionate just like you are and would want to help uh, in many ways. Uh, especially with the three different um, focus with the teaching foundation and the books as well as the educational foundation how can listeners get in contact with you to donate books to donate monetarily toward the nonprofits um, before I tell you I give you that information mm -hmm. I just want to talk a little bit about adopt a teacher yes that's the same concept as adopting a child I realize and when I did a research that in those countries, um, the, there, are, there are a lot of a lack of teachers. They, why? Because the you government, don't they don't pay them. Mm -hmm. So with U.S. dollars, if an American adult a teacher with maybe $20, $30, they can, with that, it's the salary for a month <laughs> in some countries. Mm -hmm. So it's the same concept. That conversion of the money uh, from U.S. dollars mm -hmm. to to uh, to other countries' mm -hmm. money in South America, or it's, it's the conversion is big. It's a lot of money. Right, and I'm thinking it allows you to be able <coughs> to have teachers from one area go to other areas mm -hmm. to assist where there's a need and uh, uh, a lack of teachers in that area. Yes. Not just you know teach in the countries where they are. Most definitely, Nicole. Mm -hmm. Nicole, so um, there are three ways you can contact me. Mm -hmm. The first one is the mailing address, mm -hmm. and the mailing address is 7862 West Irlo Bronson Highway, number 226, Kissimmee, Florida, 34747. That's the mailing address. Mm -hmm. And then, but the email is L A E D. F O at gmail.com. Okay. L A stands for La Moselle mm -hmm. Ed Education and Fall Foundation. So it's L A E D F O at Gmail. And then um, my phone number is 352 801 4683. The audience can um, leave a message. And I will be more than happy to return the call. And mm -hmm. please um, leave your time zone so I don't call you at 3 a.m. in the <laughs> morning. <That's> important. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks for uh, providing those three different avenues 
uh, in which listeners can get in contact to uh, to donate and assist and even to learn more uh, of how they can give in various other resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denise and Marcos, thank you so much for being on the show uh, this morning. We really appreciate you and what you do, um, not only for your local communities, but for others, you know, on mm-hmm. a global and an international level. Uh, it's a great work uh, that's to be commended. You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk business to business. Again, a thank you to our guest today, Dr. Denise LaSalle, CEO and founder of the LaSalle Educational Foundation, and Marcos Jimenez, Vice President of the LaSalle Educational Foundation. Thank, thank you for having us here. Thank you, Nicole, You're for having me. You're very welcome. We're very welcome. We really appreciate you. I'm Nicole Toptosh on behalf of CDI Managed Services. As a reminder, to listen to this show and other Silver Lining in the Cloud broadcasts, go to businessradiox.com. And until next time, remember, when it comes to IT solutions, CDI Managed Services is your Silver Lining in the Cloud.